Let's talk Tanya for the fourth of Shvat. So yesterday we explained that this uh, relationship that every single one of us has inherently with God, because by, by dint of the fact that we have a neshama, is hidden. For most of us it is hidden. It is asleep. When does it, when does it wake up? When does it roar to life? The one time when it roars to life is when a Jew's faith in God and connection to God, the very connection is threatened. Historically speaking, when a Jew has been given the option to renounce his or her Judaism, his or her connection with God, uh, and otherwise they'd have to forfeit their life, Jews historically have chosen martyrdom, have chosen to die al-Kiddush Hashem for the sanctification of God's name so as not to reject or to repudiate their relationship with God. Now this is something which is very interesting. That means that when the godly soul feels essentially threatened, it feels its connection to God is threatened, it awakens in its full glory, in its full, pl- full power, and when it does so, it, has, it scores an unimaginable victory. It's a zero-sum game. It's a winner-take-all. You have a situation over here where the godly soul feels threatened. It feels that if it were, God forbid, to renounce um, its Judaism, its connection to God, that's the worst thing that, it, that could happen to it. And what's the other option? The other option is that it um, should give up its life, um, Al-Kiddush Hashem, which for the godly soul, not really a big deal. If you remember, the godly soul is not obsessed with self in the first place. Self-perpetuation and survival is not very high on its list. Connection to God is much higher on its list. For the animal soul, on the other hand, there is nothing more important than self. So there's nothing more scary, <clears throat> excuse me, nothing more scary than the thought of passing away. So when we have the godly soul and the animal soul in this clash, this monumental clash where each one, and there's no, after, there's no tomorrow after this, the winner is going to take all by the Jew, the godly soul wins, which tells you about the incredible power of the godly soul. But again, this love is normally hidden by, by most of us, and it comes to the fore only in those very extreme circumstances, a situation wherein a person comes and wants to uh, threaten the person's Judaism itself. So let's recap where we're holding. If you remember, we had a few chapters where we discussed the long way, which means that I'm struggling with my animal soul, how do we overcome it? So the Alter Rebbe and Tanya presented the long way, and what is the long way? The long way is um, to meditate, to contemplate, and thereby to create um, feelings, generate feelings for Hashem and for holiness and for God. But we said there's a problem with the long way. It's not for 100% of people, number one, and also it takes a long time to get there. So we need a short way. What is the short way? The short way is tapping into this hidden love. And why is that considered the short way? Because we all have it. I don't have to create that love. I have it. If I'm a Jew, I have it. I have an Isham, I have it. That's great. The problem is, as we have just demonstrated, this love, this hidden love, only is awakened and only comes to life in a case when my essential Jewish identity and my essential connection with God is threatened. Is there any way for me to leverage into that love? Because it is extremely powerful. It is powerful enough to get me to give up my life. That's how powerful it is. Can I tap into that and leverage that in my everyday life to help me with my struggles? That's the big question. The answer to that is yes, but it's going to take us a while to establish how to get there. We have another five chapters of Tanya before we understand just how we can use this hidden love in our everyday service of God 
Before then, we need to take a little detour. And tomorrow we will start chapter 20. We are going to start talking about Achtus Hashem, God's unity and what that means according to the Hasidic masters. And once we understand the concept of Achtus Hashem, we will be able to circle back and understand how we're able to leverage this Ava Mesuteris, this hidden love, that it should be able to help us in our everyday struggles and everyday challenges.